episode 504. Thank you all for listening to episode 503, Pod Favorites, MLB edition. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Bear. And Parrot. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast. And Brandon will hook you up with that deal. We just got uh, some new koozies. I know I gave some to Bear yesterday. I'll give some to the Parrot when I see him. But Parrot, we got new koozies. Um, they have the OTL logo, the, the NWO looking OTL logo. One side, it's a black koozie. One side is the white and the other side is the red. So got some of those. Thanks, Brandon. He's got our Jordan zip ups coming gift uh, to all the pod guys for our 500th episode, which is still just awesome mm-hmm. and surreal that we actually got there. And uh, after five years, so looking forward to those once Brandon gets those in again, thanks to Brandon for everything he does for the podcast. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Sacramento, California. (laughs) Sacramento. That was a good one yesterday. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook. Check out Paper Denim Art. Request some of the work from Danny. She can do a personalized one for you. And uh, it's very affordable. Reach out to her. Good people and also a supporter of the show. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Going to lunch with him next week. And uh, he was asking about the podcast. Told him we're still rocking and rolling. So he's looking forward to our golf outing we're going to be in on the 19th that Bear will not be at because he's out of town. Because he may or may not have a birthday the day before. So... It's unfortunate, but great for Bear. And uh, hopefully, Parrot, Parrot, are you still playing in that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to tell you this, but you know how bad I played on Sunday, right? Yeah. So me and Bree went and played yesterday with uh, one of her friends at Fallen Timbers. We just played nine holes. And, like, honest to God, I shot two over par on the front nine. Believe it. It's good. I know. I, I, am, I am your kryptonite on the golf course pisses me off to no end well when you're on my team this weekend are can you are you gonna play this weekend sunday yeah that that should be good yeah because the other two guys are ready so bear we uh we did a well let let me finish thanking the sponsors and then we'll go into that story so and last but not least connell barrett datingtransformation.com yeah make sure you get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from connell and you mentioned over the line podcast and in the meantime get to amazon.com and buy connell's book dating sucks but you don't so we we decided to bear do a match play and you know best ball match play not like actually play our own balls so we did best ball did match play we teamed up and uh my handicap so we went off our handicaps from the grant mine's an eight uh brandon is a 23 and Parrot is a 15, Doug's a 12. So it was 27 v 31. So they had to give us four shots, you know, on the four hardest souls. You know how that works. Mm-hmm. So we were playing and we went through and I mean, and Parrot can tell you, I mean, I was not missing a shot. I had a few drives that were meh, but other than that, I mean, the irons were on point. The putter was on everything, the wedges, like, and <laughs> I know the one, <laughs> the one on. I still laugh at it because it was, what was it, 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, the par four that goes down the hill and then up the hill, you know, at the end, like towards the green, it's an elevated green because you got to go down into the gully. There's a creek right there. And then the par three is right next to it. That's, you know, 40, 40 feet down. So we're, we're on, you know, 
we have a drive out there. It's pretty good. And then I hit, hit a nine iron and I shorted it. So I'm on the side of this hill and Doug hits a beautiful shot, puts it, you know, five feet from the pin. So they're getting for birdie and Brandon comes down he tries to chip and just goes right. And so I, and I, I know Jake's up there saying we need him to fuck up. So we have a shot on this hole. And then right when I, I hit it, it, up in the and all I can see is the flag and the top half of the pin, <clears throat> and I hit it up in the air and Parrot's like, "Well, that's out." And then I I couldn't see it, but I knew it bounced and it went in, and because they they were you know Brandon was like cheering and Doug was like that was awesome. Parrot has no facial expression because he's so pissed off at how he's playing, and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "It went in one bounce, one hop into no, the hole." It literally like perfectly bounced right in front of the pin, like a foot and a half and one hop right into the center of the cup. And I was just like, Pretty well, nice. good. It sucks. I couldn't see it, but you know, sometimes that works out. And then I had a good, good couple of chips on to get us close to. And I mean, it was just playing well. So when I text you bear, I was like, Hey, when we're five up with four to go, it's five and four. Right. And you're like, yes. And I was like, okay. So I remembered that correctly. Mm-hmm. So we had one, we were five up with four to go. And, um, and I told Perry, I said, Hey, if we didn't get any shots, we would have still won. If we played it all the way through six up. And so I wouldn't have known where we would have won. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if it was straight through 18, it was six up. So we decided when we are talking today, Hey, let's switch it up every week. Just keep individual records. So this week, Parrot and I are going to play together. And so we got to give, uh, so me and Parrot together are a 23, which is Brandon's score. So we got to give him Doug. So we got to give him 12 shots. And then the following week, Doug and I are going to play together. We have to give 18 shots. So mm-hmm. one a hole. <clears throat> and yeah. I'm like, you know, that's just, that's how it works. And, fair. and if you, you know, <laughs> and like Parrot, you know, next week when he's on my team, he's going to, he's going to fucking do great. So not <laughs> worried about it. When we play together and we're on a team, he plays well with me. Unless it's in an out, he's still salty about the outing last year. And I'm like, dude, we have Dan. We are all watching Dan. <laughs> like the year it was, Perry, you weren't with us when I had Dan and Cody, were you? No, that was the year that you, no, I wasn't in that one. No, that was Cody Bryant and Cody Bryant or, or Brandon. And when you're playing with, I mean, I remember we took my drive off the first hole and we took a couple more of my shots, but when you're playing with Dan and Cody bears, cousin, Cody, I mean, you there's, you're playing with two guys that are great golfers. Dan's a scratch golfer and Cody, he's somewhere. He's what, what is he? He's like a four. Yeah. So when you got those two guys, like you're just not, I mean, you're, you'll be happy to get a couple shots in and you get to putt first. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. But, but I remember the one that's uh six out at river B Dan, he got the longest drive on that hole. He ended up winning it. And then Cody put it six feet from the cup with a three, uh, a three wood. So we were just right there and putted right in first putt went in. So we were like, all right, that hole's done moving on. Well, that's what you got to do in those par fives out there is try to get the eagle. Mm-hmm. That's like nearly impossible to eagle. It's just too long to get it there and two. That one, and we did. Like it was Dan hit like a 290-yard drive, and then freaking Cody just bombed it with the three wood and just right up there. It was perfect. And we were excited, and, you know, this, this little thing we're doing now will be good. And, you know, Parrot's out there, and he's going to hit some – good shots when we play on Sunday parrot. Remember what I told you? I know it's hard, but you just got to shut it. Like when I'm up there, I shut everybody off. 
I'm, I don't even think about who's with me, who's watching me, who's behind me, nothing. That's what I had to get used to. It's hard to get used to, but when you know that in your head, nobody's there, just hit good shots. Yeah. I try that. It's not always successful. But he did on 18, took driver off the deck. And that was, that was a beautiful shot. Oof. Well, yeah, because that's the only club I can, I needed to keep it low. And that's one club I know is always going to go low. And I know I can get it down there at like a 200 yard. Yeah. And you went, you went beyond that. That was a, you bombed that shot. That was a great shot. But that's, that's always what's fun with all of that. And, you know, we have a good time and hopefully this week, get it again. Hopefully we have good weather Sunday. We get out there at six 30 and nobody catches us. It's beautiful. Yeah. And did you play tonight bear? Yeah. Yep. How'd you do? No, we won. We had an alternate shot tonight. So we won. <clears throat> Didn't see what the uh, other, our other team did, but we needed to win both uh, most likely getting to uh, second place for a bye for the playoffs. So when the playoffs start <clears throat> next week. Nice. So we were sitting in third. We needed two and a half points. Well, we were two and a half points behind second and three points behind first. So we got two in my group. So if the other group won, that would give them, uh, that would give us four. So we'd have a chance to be up there, but the teams we were behind, we didn't play. And those two teams in front of us didn't play each other. So anything could happen, but we played well. Um, uh, we should finish probably with what we had because I played with a uh, uh, 19 or something handicap and we shot gross two over an alternate shot net even. Um, and we probably get more. That was just against the guys we were playing. So we'll probably make some money tonight. But I left out of there. It started to rain. It just started to rain right as we were finishing. So Yeah, we, we had uh, fit, Grayson at his fishing club tonight and he caught 20 fish in an hour and a half. Because it's, it's at this place on um, – Cannonball Prairie, which is off of um, on Clova between Eber and Weckerly, and it's meant just for kids and fishing groups. It was just loaded with fish, and we actually had to take all the bluegill, all the perch, anything that wasn't a large or smallmouth bass, we had to take out and transfer to Mallard Lake. So mm-hmm. it was nice. wild. Nice. 20 fish. That's impressive. You literally dip it in, and you're catching a fish. <clears throat> I, I, I could do that and still have zero patience to fish. I think it's like the one thing that I just, I just have zero interest in in my life. It's fishing. No, dude, I'm with you. I am completely with you. So, um, what happened in golf? I know you got uh, four weeks worth of points back on me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> open championship this weekend at Hoy Lake. Um, we got a brand new major championship winner, Brian Harmon, pretty much dominated. Um, I mean, I think he took the lead in round two on like hole eight or nine. So pretty much 27 holes in and didn't look back and never lost the lead. Um, ended up winning by six over the field. Um, Brian Harmon, seriously, with a dominating performance, people don't really understand. Like that doesn't happen um, a lot. You know, Scheffler did it. I think at the Masters two years ago, um, you know, I think Spieth did it at maybe one of his back in 2015 when he won, obviously Tigers, but you just don't get that a lot. I mean, Brian Harmon winning by six, another lefty, um, really impressive, really good. I'm, I'm happy that he won because the English fans were heckling him and giving him shit. So 
Um, I was, <clears throat> I'm always happy to see an American winner in that tournament, but he finished first over uh, Jason Day, Tom Kim, Sepp Straka, and John Rahm. And Rahm shot 63 on Sunday, gave himself a chance, and he was peaking there. He was actually two behind um, when Harmon was on hole six, and um, just Rahm just couldn't make any putts. And right when Harmon bogeys back-to-back holes, what does he do? He birdies back-to-back holes. Just, I mean, impressive resiliency where guys in the past have crumbled. So really cool there. And then the uh, rest of the top ten, McElroy. Emiliano Grillo, um, both tied six. Cam Young and uh, Shubanaka Sharma tie eight. Matthew Jordan, Tommy Fleetwood, and Max Homa tie tenth. For us, none of us were very impressive. Live guys um, were kind of shit this week, weren't they? So, yep. uh, Dublis got a 64 out of Brooks Kopika. Uh, Parrot and I got a 33 out of Cam Smith, which was best of the week. Cody got a 60 out of Bryson DeChambeau, and Gray had DJ, who shot 81 and missed the cut. Piece of shit. But he still holds the lead um, at 31.4. I am in second at 32.7. Parrot is in third, 34.4. Dub is in fourth at 34. I'm sorry, Parrot at 32, 34.2. Dub at 34.4. And Cody in last at 39.2. Um, without making a pick the last like 10 weeks and also not missing a cut in the last 10 weeks. <laughs> so <clears throat> this week, 3M Open, TPC Twin, Twin Cities, the uh, last week before the FedEx Cup. So there's gonna there's some guys playing who need to get FedEx Cup points to get into the, um, I think it's top, is it top one, 150 maybe? Or something, 150 something like that. I can't, yeah. I can't remember what it is for the first one. But, um, yeah, last week before the playoffs, so we got five more weeks of golf left. So you're still up first. Who do you got? I'm going to go with a guy who's been hot. He's up Straka. It's good. I was hoping you weren't going to go with the guy that I was going to take because I don't think you've – oh, no, you did take him. I guess I could have put him in here so long ago. I'm going with some jam this week. Yep, he was um, – Thought about him, so I took him. I thought about Emiliano Grillo, but I was – he's too – I have zero – Zero, <coughs> excuse me, zero trusting Grillo. Um, but he'll be the guy that's going to come out and win this week. But yeah, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go Sanjay this week. Um, he's uh, he's he's got the capability to win this week and he's performed in this tournament. And Cody Bryant took Emiliano Grillo because I just gave him to him because he's going like to win. It. I like it. <clears throat> Get Cody back in the hunt. Uh, give me Nick Taylor this week. Nick Taylor, is it with a K or no? Yeah, and I see K. Nick Taylor. That's a good one, Bird. And let me text up here and see uh, see if he's going to make a pick or just do nothing. Parrot's getting close on NASCAR. <laughs> he getting there. Making his way. Let's see. <laughs> Let me switch over there. NASCAR this week, or I should say last week um, at Pocono, old Dennis Hamlin ended up winning. A um, little controversy there, uh, putting Larson into the wall. Um, still, he didn't touch him. Still still saying he didn't touch him, which he clearly did. He didn't touch Bowman. That is a fact. Um, 100% fact there. I believe him. Um, it's funny how he doesn't go to his analytics and data when um, it's him who's doing the wrecking. But as Larson said, I'm still his friend. I'm pissed at him, but um, this definitely changes the way I'm going to race him. And all of Denny's friends know Denny's always right. 
which was just a fantastic line. Absolutely loved it, which is true. I mean, Denny's always that way. He's an asshole, right? I mean, simple as that. He's trying to be the bad boy. He's trying to be uh, Kyle Busch now and, and be the villain of everybody. Um, and <coughs> excuse me. And the problem is, um, I mean, he's just truly a dick. I don't think Kyle Busch is that way. I think Kyle Busch acts that way. You can tell. But Denny is Denny is Denny. Um, it's always it's his way or the highway. Bitches in NASCAR. If he gets wrecked, but if he wrecks somebody else, it's ah, yeah. Well, he he should have lifted, right? He should have lifted. He had a lane. He had a choice. Well, Denny, you had a choice too. So yeah, um, it's just one of those things that he'll be that way, and that's Denny Hamlin for you. So, but he got his win. Um, so be it. He did it. Hamlin gets a first, Red X second, True X third, Harvick fourth. I was hoping Harvick was going to sneak in there and steal a win, um, get himself into the playoffs. He was close, but he's doing well this year. Uh, Gibbs fifth, Bell sixth, Stenhouse seventh, Burton eighth. Harrison Burton finished eighth, surprisingly. Um, Eric Jones ninth, and Chase Elliott rounds out your top ten. For us, <clears throat> uh, Dub and Parrott both had Bubba Wallace, got an eleven. I had Byron got a 14, kind of got fucked at the end, but again, it's all based off of Denny Hamlin. Um, Gray gets a 24 out of Bowman, same thing. He was racing well, gets spun out. Oh, I mean, he got loose and spun. And then uh, Cody gets a 25 out of cold custard. And <coughs> updated standings, um, I'm in the lead at 14.3, Parrot in second at 15.7. Gray in third at 17.2, Dub at 17.6, and Cody in last at 18. This week, we got the cookout 400 at Richmond. I'm going with Eric Amarola because I don't really have any good people left to pick. Right. Going down my list. Bird? Um, have I taken Christopher Bell? Most likely, yes, two weeks ago. Hi, Gibbs. <laughs> Yes, yeah. four, weeks, four ago. weeks ago. Drew X? Five weeks ago. Six, Six weeks, weeks ago. Hamlin? Ten weeks ago. Harvick? Eleven, Eleven weeks, weeks ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bush, Kyle Bush. You had to have taken Kyle Bush. Well, uh, I don't see Kyle Bush. I don't see Kyle Bush on there. There we go. There's a surprise. What about Larson? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you took him. Larson. It was like 20 weeks ago. All right. Yeah, I guess give me Kyle Busch. <clears throat> it's a good pick. Kyle Busch races well at this track. Uh, crayon. Trying to think of who I want to take this week. Um, you know what? He's finished in the top 20 several weeks in a row, so he'll uh wreck this week. Give me Chris Boucher. Good pick. I mean, I'm running out of guys, too. We're getting down to that nitty gritty of yeah, we got enough um, to use. What five more weeks of the playoffs? One, two, three, four. Yeah, five weeks. So we got. Uh, Richmond, I'm sorry. Yeah, five weeks. We got Richmond, Michigan, Brick, uh, Road Course Brickyard, Road Course Watkins Glen, and then Daytona to end the year. Uh, <clears throat> where are we at right now? 
right now. Let me pull up the standings here just to see who is all in in the playoffs. Playoffs? Who gives a shit about playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, so right now, and this is just based off of wins, your playoff standing or your guys that are locked in are Truex, Byron, Bush, Hamlin, Larson, Chastain, Bell, Blaney, Logano, Reddick, and Ricky Stenthouse. Your guys on points behind that are Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Chris Busher, Bubba Wallace, and Michael McDowell. You still got Chase 56 points out, Bowman 46 points out, Gibbs 28 points out, Suarez 23 points out, Ullmendinger 17 points out. So still a lot could happen um, in the next five weeks for the playoffs, but um, should be an interesting run to the finish here. We've had a, a lot of multi-winners. Truex has three, Byron has four, Bush has three, Hamlin has two, Larson has two. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm just going rounding out my lineup because I've got nothing else to do. I've got to start using guys. So I'm just putting my lineup in now. Could tentatively change, but sure. You never know. Just gotta put them in and then Daytona, I just gotta flip a coin and see who's uh who's not there. Right. Well, Daytona, Daytona is a crazy one, right? That's the one that uh, Ryan Priest could jump in or, uh, you know, Justin Haley, any of these guys. <coughs> no doubt. And happen. Justin Haley runs well there. Yeah. And I mean, that's probably who I'm going to end up Austin taking. Austin Dillon's still there. He's won that race before um, in the summer. So, I mean, there's guys that can still do it, right? I took Dillon, didn't I? Bastard just funny that the top average finish is sixth but it's only one race it was dinger Mm -hmm. david reagan has two top tens i could fucking take him i don't think david reagan is racing anymore he might that race he's raced there twice Hence, he'll be in the rick Ware car but yeah take cody Ware. as it gets to that point i'll He's in jail, so you won't be taking him. Or if you do, you will be getting 37th or something. <laughs> so I'll wait to make Daytona because I don't know. why. Dub took Ross Chastain for Daytona. Interesting. I like it. Oh, we should have said he does have Blaney this week. Um, uh, we have to, well, got to make a pick for Cody. Richmond. What kind of people are in Richmond? Putting Kyle Bush for Parate. <clears throat> Has he taken? Yeah, he took Denny Hamlin. Who is like? He doesn't, to... he doesn't have. Has he not taken Byron? Bill Byron. Yeah, he hasn't taken Byron Bowman or Elliot. Here's his time to catch it. Well, you know when to give him Elliot. Yeah. So let's we want Bowman or Byron for Cody this week. Whoever's the whoever's the highest average finish. So I think it's Byron. Bowman. Bowman is okay. So Cody gets the showman. Yeah, he his average finish is twelve. Byron is fourteen three. Okay. 
They're close. All right. Bowman. The, ne- the next week you can give him Byron. Right, might as well just give him Byron, right? And then give him like AJ Allmendinger the week after. He already has Dinger. We have him. We already took him. Did he take the Dinger? Oh, Dinger. Yep. See it. Well, the Glenn, he wants to take Chase Elliott. Yeah, we'll put Chase in there for him. And then who won the because last year's race at the Brickyard was uh was the road course, right? I don't think they raced at Brickyard last year. Yeah, they did they did the it was the road course. I don't remember them doing that. <laughs> it was the first year they did it and they just brought it back. Um oh, he already has Suarez. Let's see who finished it. Let's see who was the top guys. Well, I got the last two races at here, hold on. So last year it was Brickyard 2022, right? So yeah, 2022 of the Verizon Brickyard. It was 86 laps. Your winner was Ross Chastain. Yeah, he's already got Ross in there. Austin Sindrick was second. Has he taken Sindrick? Yes, he did. Yep. Austin Dillon was third. He took Dillon. Kevin Harvick was fourth. Mm, he doesn't have Harvick yet. There we go. There we go. Harvick. So we rounded him out. <coughs> and I'm yeah, going to still run with SVG. SVG. We'll flip a coin for Daytona for him. Yeah. Flip a fucking coin. Uh, Michael McDowell. Okay. I like that. He hasn't taken him. Watch Cody's going to come back and fucking beat us all. Oh, probably. Probably. It's community picks. Yeah, we're going to win our own thing. Fucking damn it, Dub. Nah. Ah, all right. Old Dub taking Sepstraka, just like Gray. That would be perfect for you guys to both miss the cut. Sepstraka for Dub. I like it. I have weather warning venue won't let you sell. It's common. (laughs) All right. So that is done. So now we got to get old Jeremy up. Got to get Jer Bear. Are you ready? See if Jerry Bear's ready to get this going. Let me pull this up. Trivia, trivia. Trivia. Did we lose the bird? Yeah. Oh, there, there he is. Bird. All right. Updated standings for trivia. We have a Gray at 28.5 because of the five points from last week's question. Here, here. We have Cody at nine points. We have, that was some loud thunder out there. We have myself at 14 and a half points. Dub at a big old zero and Parrot with seven or Siete in Spanish. Siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Well, while we're waiting for him, because, you know, you got to give him a warning. And I did great in giving him a warning. The, um, just update some, uh, some things going on in sports. Bronny. Man, Bronny James, cardiac arrest yesterday. 
wild. Yeah. <clears throat> terrible, man. I mean, just terrible. But he's stable, but, you know, it's like he makes you wonder, is he going to be able to play? Right. I mean, the good thing is he's okay. That's the big thing, but yep. it couldn't happen to an 18-year-old, so hopefully it's nothing bad and um, he can still play, but it would be terrible if uh, terrible if he can't. Yeah, the important all... part is he's okay. Yeah, 100%. Had some big deals. Jalen Brown, biggest contract in NBA history, first one over 300 mil. Five yeah. years, three hundred and four million dollars. Yep, give it, give it to a guy who can't even go left with the basketball. Makes sense. <clears throat> Absolutely does. Yep, I think they're going to regret that contract in a couple of years. <clears throat> yep. And then uh, we had who else got paid? What Saquon got a one-year ten yeah. million dollar deal. So, <laughs> what's that, Barrett? Herbert got paid. Yeah, he did. So, so Saquon didn't didn't want to play on the franchise tag for ten point three million. So he's playing on a one year deal for eleven million. Makes sense. Got that extra seven hundred thousand. Must really need it. <laughs> Just to pay it in tax. Yeah. Um, yeah. Herbert got paid. He got money. Trayvon Diggs got paid from Dallas. He got five year ninety three million. I think Herbert got what five year two hundred thirty six million. 260, 250. Something, something, it was some big. asinine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's time that's going to happen. These guys are going to get paid. I mean, seeing this, I just see old Joey B's in Cincinnati just salivating. Like, that's what these guys are getting paid. And he's already been to a Super Bowl and won playoff games. Herbert hasn't even won a playoff game. Oof. Yeah, he's going to get paid. He'll make some money. He'll make some money. Um, so the Guardians traded Rosario for Syndergaard. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're going to be sellers because Rosario's been having a good year. So just giving it to the Dodgers pretty much for a dude who came and fucking pitch, which is just fantastic. Um, <clears throat> those are going to be coming in hot and heavy here soon too. Baseball trade trade deadline I think is next week. Yep, thirty first. <coughs> so. Yeah, um, those are going to be coming in hot and heavy. I'm sure, like always, the Guardians will sell because that's what they do. Um, and then we'll we'll make it to the playoffs and come up short because, you know, we don't have Rosario. Yeah, and Syndergaard's kind of washed at this point, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's been hurt so many freaking times. It's I'm sure they're just taking – my guess is that they're taking a salary and then they're going to dump just a salary hit, whatever. It's just stupid. Yeah, but, you know, what do you do? But they're up there. I mean, they're – Keepers are, yeah. Yeah, second in the division, two games out of the Twins. The Orioles are leading the East. Rays are a game and a half out, so the Orioles came on. Rays just – started falling apart mm-hmm. blue jays are five and a half out red sox seven and a half yankees eight and a half and uh yeah i mean there's still five games over the yankees are but they're in last struggling injuries are are plaguing them as well as uh they might get judged back but we'll see see if that does anything i heard by this weekend potentially yeah yeah twins are leading the central guardians in second nobody else matters 
uh, in the West, Rangers in the lead, Astros one out, Angels six and a half out, Mariners seven out, and the A's 31 and a half behind. Braves are running away with the East. They are 10 and a half ahead of the Phillies, 11 ahead of the Marlins. Mets just not living up to what they're supposed to be doing, but they're doing what the Mets usually do. Yep. Central, the Brewers are a game and a half up on the Red Legs, who's still playing really well. Uh, the Cubbies are six and a half out at 49 and 51. Cardinals 11 out and Pittsburgh 11 and a half out. And then out West, your Dodgers are at 58, 43, three and a half behind are the Giants and four behind are the D-backs. And the San Diego Dads are five games under 500 and 10 games behind. Rising, but still about, I think, what, 133 games left? So quite a bit of baseball to play. It's only about 60. Still, though, that's a third of the yep. season. Yep. Just like I said, 133. Yep, that's correct. Actually, you're <laughs> right. I think it was like 183. Good call. <laughs> yeah, quite quite a bit still to play. So anything can happen in baseball, in baseball. Uh, has, uh, has World Cup started yet? Uh, yeah, I'm actually watching it right now. The U.S. women are down one nothing to the Dutch. Wonderful. What minute? Um, they're in the 42nd minute right now. The Dutch scored in like the 18th minute, so they're not even at halftime yet. U.S.A. Pressed, pressed early. I couldn't find it on – I didn't know what channel it was on, so I knew it was on Peacock. Well, it's only in Spanish on Peacock, so I'm actually listening to it in Spanish. Awesome. Um. In hockey, Patrice Bergeon retired, so they're going to need a new captain in Boston. Um, my guess, my guess is, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to give it to Marshan. They might. They should, but I don't think they are just because um, he probably doesn't have – I mean, he's probably only got a few years left too. <coughs> so – yeah, not but, sure if they will or not, but I could see him getting it. I could see the little rat getting it. Yeah, but they had uh, – who was their captain forever? That big some bitch. Chara. Yeah, Zidane Ochara. Mm-hmm. He was there – and so what, Bergeron's been the captain for what now? Four years? Five years? Um, I th- Yeah, I think four years. I think that's about right. Zidane Ochara, when did he – Man, he's 46 now. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Big ugly ogre. Yeah, he, and he's what? He's 6'8", so he's like 7 foot in skates. Oh, yeah. yeah. He played with the Bruins until the 2019-2020 season. Then he played with the Capitals for part of a year and then because he was hurt, and then the Islanders for 72, and then he retired. Well, so Bergeron actually only has had it for three years then. Yeah. So – they, they could give it to Marchand. Yeah, I can see. I mean, it just it makes most sense. Um, I don't think they're going to give it to somebody younger, but it's possible. But oh, Mar- Marchand's only 35. Like I said, he's like I said, he's got about five left. <clears throat> yeah, and so I, I can see that he's the most deserving. He's the assistant captain right now, one of the assistant captains. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're right there. Because they and they had the what they got the president's cup last year. Yep, didn't do dick with it, but they got it. They did not do shit with it. They were they just fell apart. Love it. Oh, they, oh, you know what? They could give it to Pasternak too, though. 
I mean, that's yeah, their I can, guy. Yeah, I can see Pasta getting into. <clears throat> one of those two. I yeah. Got... <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be one of those two. But so. it might be Marchand just based on, you know, he's the next to get it. Next man up, next man to retire. Give it to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still have not heard from Jeremy. He said he was going to be doing the podcast. Um, well, how about we do this then? Parrot, right or left? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right for me? Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> UFC 291 this weekend <clears throat> in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, you know what we do. We, we all run through that card. Ray has the left side, actually has had the left side for like the last four times, and I've had the right side for the last four times. So starting at the bottom, go ahead, Gray. Women's flyweight pout, heavy favorite, minus 335 from the United States, Miranda Maverick. And the plus 260 underdog from Brazil, Priscilla uh, Cachoria, Chicharone, Cachorone, something like that. In a welterweight bout. Coming in at minus 190 in your betting cards from the United States, Matthew Semmelsberger. Got a man bun. Don't know if I'd pick him. Um, and his favorite. It <laughs> probably is. And from, <laughs> and from Serbia, Parrot's favorite, Euros Medic. Euros Medic. Rounding out the early prelims in a flyweight bout. Coming in at minus 160 on your betting cards and, from. Any second favorite fighter. The United States might be his first. That's a big man bun. CJ Vergara. And uh, his opponent, a plus 130 underdog from Brazil, Fivincius Salvador. Not from El Salvador. He's from Brazil. And starting the prelims in a welterweight bout, no odds yet, hailing down under Jake Matthews. And from the United States with a big old triangle of something on his chest or a G or something. I can't tell what that is. Darius Flowers. And a middleweight bout coming in at minus 220 from Mother Russia. Roman Kapilov. And his opponent from Brazil, a plus 180 underdog, Claudio Ribeiro. And a heavyweight bout, kind of surprise underdog here. Where's this at? Oh, it's in Salt Lake City. In a heavyweight bout, coming in as an underdog, number 11 ranked, don't want to get caught with these hands from the United States, Derek Lewis. And my balls is hot. <laughs> his, his opponent, the favorite from Brazil, minus 180 favorite, Marcos Rogério de Lima, Ohio. <laughs> in a welterweight bout, underdog, plus 260 from Brazil, Gabriel Bonfim. And the heavy favorite, minus 315 from the United States, Traven Gills. Or Gilles. But he's English, so I'll go Gills. And a welterweight bout on the main card. Man, this is a fucking, what a main card. And a welterweight bout from the United States, underdog at plus 125, number 12 in welterweight, Michael Chesa. Yeah, this main card is fucking stacked. Fucking A. <clears throat> His opponent. Um, the favorite, minus 145 from the United States, Kevin Holland. The lightweight bout, plus 285 from the United States, Tony Ferguson. 
and surprisingly a heavy favorite over Tony Ferguson, which surprises me. Uh, minus 375 from the United States, Bobby Green. God damn, I just got to the top. Holy fuck. Good joke, bro. Welderweight bout from the United States, number seven, coming in at minus 165. Is it Stephen or Stefan Thompson? It's the Wonder Boy. His opponent from Brazil, the 15th ranked fighter, 15th ranked welterweight fighter, a plus 140 dog. I'm going to guess his name is Michel Pereira. <laughs> Michel. <laughs> Uh, in a light heavyweight bout, coming this this fight, god damn, coming this is in gonna be a banger, right? Plus one twenty from Poland, our favorite Polish fighter, Jan Blagovic. The only, well, no, he these two are the only two to beat uh, Izzy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the <clears throat> the number two ranked light heavyweight fighter who just got knocked out by Izzy from Brazil, Alex. Pereira. I wonder if he's related to Michael right down below. They kind of look alike. And in your main mm. event of the evening, who's the lightweight champ? Um, I think this is... Oh, by the way, let's put it this way. The light heavyweight, this Jan Blachowicz and Alex Pereira fight is for the interim belt um, because uh, homeboy who has the light heavyweight belt tore his Achilles, so he's going to be out for a year. Holy so this shit, will be really? Inter- yep, this will be for the interim lightweight bout or um, belt. I think the lightweight champ is um, Cosmod, isn't it? I can't remember if he's lightweight or not. Uh, lightweight is Makachev. Makachev, okay. Cosmod must be 170 then. <clears throat> yeah, so Makachev, um, and this will be to fight him for the belt, for sure. Um, so Sterling's Bantamweight, Volkanovsky's Featherweight, Makachev's the lightweight Walter waits Leon Edwards because he beat Usman. Ah, yeah. Middleweight is Izzy. Light heavyweight's vacant till this fight, and heavyweight is Bones. Yep. Damn, yep. dude, what a fucking card! And this one, so number two coming in at your favorite mm-hmm. minus one forty-five, Dustin Poirier. The diamond. Think of him a diamond cutter. Bang, bang. So winners fight Makachev for sure. Yeah, um, going up against the uh, slight underdog plus one twenty five, number three ranked light heavyweight, or I'm sorry, lightweight in the world from the United States. Also, Justin Gaethje. These these two haven't fought. <laughs> I feel like they fought, haven't they? Yeah, I think I want to say Poirier beat him. Maybe this is the third fight between them. I can't remember. Dustin Poirier. Let's check him out on the old Wikipedia. I'm gonna find his uh, record here. So he he beat Chandler, lost to Oliveira, beat McGregor, beat McGregor, beat Hooker, uh, lost to Nurmagomedov. Yeah, they fought way back in 18, and uh, Poirier won. Knocked him out in the fourth round. And then what's what's Gaethje done since? Let's see. Gaethje's beat Rafael Fiziev, lost to Oliveira, beat Chandler, lost to Nurmagomedov, beat Ferguson, beat Cerrone, beat Barbosa, beat Pick. They have the same thing. Yeah. Lost to the same guys. And beat the same guys. So it should be pretty even. Um, I'm sure Gaethje will want it back. But let's see. Let me get back to the card really fast so I can make my quick picks. Quick picks. Um, Parrot, Chiesa and Holland. Holland. I'm going Holland. Yep, same. 
Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson, Parrot. Ferguson. Green. I'm going Ferguson. I think he's going to upset him. Thompson, Pereira. Thompson. Thompson. I'm going to go Pereira. Is uh, this Pereira related to the other Pereira? They don't look alike. Uh See, I think they do look alike. You just take the beard off of Michelle, and they're pretty close. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Jan Blagovich and Alex Pereira. 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 God, it's a tough one. I don't see. This is my problem. If I'm betting, I'm betting on Pereira, but my heart wants Jan to win. So I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to bet on Pereira, but root for Jan. There you go. And then Poirier and Gaethje. I think Poirier is just too good. Yeah, I agree. I like Justin Gaethje, but they're both wrestlers. Poirier's got more power and he's a better wrestler. So, I mean, unless Gaethje got something in the bag, I think that, uh, I think the diamond's going to get his uh, get a chance to get his lightweight belt back. Yeah, I'm going Poirier as well. I like it. All right, still no Jeremy, so uh, we show's got to go on. So uh, that's it for me. You guys got anything else? Nope. I think so. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, Dating Transformation Dots. Dot com, Sparty Steve, and last but not least, Paper Denim Art. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Make sure you watch UFC this weekend. Don't be cheap. Pay for it. Dana White will get mad at you. Let's go for it, yeah. I know Bear's not paying. Yeah.